0: let's talk comparison. Comparison can be uh, comparison syndrome. Uh, There's lots and lots of that going around at the moment, how we view ourselves, how we compare ourselves to others and how this comparison syndrome could be stealing your joy and leaving you feeling frazzled. That's what I want to be talking to you. That's what I am going to be talking to you about in this week's episode of Frazzled. I am your host, Kelly Swingler. Thank you very, very much for joining me again. Again, thank you to all of my fabulous, regular, loyal listeners. Again, I love just the feedback. It's incredible. Thank you so much. Um, I... I'm recording this a little late, a little late on Monday to make sure that I get this out to you on Tuesday morning. My voice is a little bit delicate after power up last week. Well, I had pink Thursday night. I had pink um, at Hyde Park last Sunday. I, was th- I then had power up on Thursday and then I headed up to Manchester on Friday for a party didn't get a lot of sleep traveled back Saturday my voice is feeling very very delicate um sounding a little bit husky and I think it's it's one it's one of those it's it's that kind of part you know sometimes where you just think oh hey you know I sound quite sexy I don't know if you can hear it any different this may all be going on in my head Uh, but I definitely hear that my voice is going. And as always, this is a totally uncut and unedited podcast, right? What, what happens on the podcast stays on the podcast, any noise, anything that goes on in the background, it stays as it is, uncut and unedited, right? So we can just learn to show up as we are. We cannot edit our lives, we cannot edit what we say, and yet so many of us have gotten used to haven't we editing our photos editing our videos editing our conversations editing everything before we kind of put it put it out there and i uh, think this unedited and uncut podcast is i think my way of just you know giving myself permission to just show up to just say you know showing up as we are is good enough we are good enough we Don't need to be fancy or edited or investing loads and loads of time or loads and loads of money on things that really make no difference. Ulti- ultimately, for those of you that have been listening to this podcast week in and week out since it started, I bet you're not that wow, you know, excellent editing. You know, I'd really love to know who Kelly's podcast editor is. Like, none of you have ever come back to me with any of that feedback <laughs> right what you said is that was a really useful ex- uh, episode I've implemented this or I've changed this or I really enjoyed listening to this I'm enjoying listening to it on my way to work that's the feedback I'm getting so we are uncut we are unedited we're going with the croaky voice and we, today yeah we're talking about comparison there's I suppose three areas that I want to talk to you about in terms of comparison today. Um, we'll kind of see maybe how we go d- depending on time. There may be more than three, there may be less. Let's, let's kind of see how we go. But I suppose the, what has um, prompted me to really talk about this was definitely something that was said, uh, a comment that was made by somebody at Power Up on Thursday and I'll give you a very edited version of that. I don't want to break any confidential confident, confidentiality. Right, spit my words out. Don't want to um, break any confidentiality from the day. But I want to give you. Uh, there was a kind of un. Uh, there was something that was said by one of the participants that made me kind of think about it, and then I saw something else over the weekend that prompted me to say, actually what what is comparison doing to ourselves? And I think also we. We're kind of great, aren't we? At, at looking at other people in our lives, looking at colleagues, team members, uh, friends, what you know, what what's happening for people in our lives, but more so, like looking on social media, seeing what we think is perfect, and then maybe looking at ourselves as not good enough. And I'd really love for you to think about this week where. You are comparing yourself to others and the impact that that is having on your stress levels, on your levels of being frazzled. Maybe it is helping you to be more fabulous, more driven, more passionate. But if you're finding that it is stealing your joy and it's stealing your energy and it's leaving you feeling more frazzled, then what do you need to change? What do you need to change when it comes to comparison? How can you recognise in yourself that you are good enough? That everything you do is good enough? And yes, we can learn and we can grow and we can change and we can shift. But ultimately, you are enough. Everything about you is enough. And I often think that a lot of the time when we are comparing ourselves to others, we are comparing what we see others doing in comparison to everything that we know about ourselves. And I might have mentioned this to you before, but I had a a family member a few years ago now who had just had a baby and she spent about an hour and a half on the phone to me one day talking about the fact that you know, how she wasn't coping. She was really struggling. She wanted to go back to work as quickly as she could because she could control things at work. How she wasn't sure that being a mum was was right for her, like she didn't feel like she was getting anything right. She just wasn't feeling anything. And we kind of spoke about maybe go to the doctors. How are you sleeping? Potentially, is there a little bit of postnatal depression there? Um, Have you got people around you that you can talk to? So we we kind of went, went went through this conversation, and as soon as we had finished that conversation, um, within probably two minutes and no more than that, but I had uh, an Instagram notification pop up on my phone, and this person had immediately then posted a pic of their daughter and made out that everything in the world was perfect. Like, oh, I'm, lo- like, I'm loving, I'm loving being a mom. Isn't she beautiful? Isn't this amazing? I think in that moment she had, which well, a number of choices, but she potentially could have changed everything by saying, "This is genuinely how I'm feeling at the moment. I've just spent an hour and a half on the phone to a family member. I'm really struggling. I'm struggling with the fact that we need to be painting ourselves as perfect mums. I'm struggling with the fact that we need to be painting ourselves as perfect parents." I'm struggling with the fact that we need to be painting this picture that our kids are perfect. Like she's not sleeping all the time. I am struggling. I don't feel like I'm bonding in the right way. But everybody around her was showing this perfect picture of what perfect parenting looks like. My sons are 23 this December. They've had moments of being perfect, for sure. But there really is no perfect parenting. It's bloody hard. And as they're kind of edging closer to 23, I've never been a mum to 23-year-old twins before. Like, every year, every milestone, every hurdle... Is something different that we have to deal with. It's not always easy. But when we're showing this perfect life or pretending to show this perfect life, that snapshot can then make other people think everybody else think, oh, like they've always got it together. Like, I must be a really bad person. I must be a really bad mum. I must be a really bad parent because of what's what's going on there. Because look at how perfect she is. Look at how perfect they are. So we then begin to compare ourselves against this so-called perfect snapshot. And even if everything had been perfect in those two minutes that it took to put the phone down and then post that picture. The snapshot of a perfect two minutes doesn't capture what it's like living your own life 24-7. Right? When you're tired or not feeling great or you look in the mirror and think, God, I look like crap today. Or when your clothes don't fit you anymore or when we're struggling in the heat or when we're not sleeping or, I don't know, the internet signal goes down. You break your phone. Your computer starts installing at the point that you've got this really important call. The car breaks down. The meeting doesn't happen. You don't get the job. You don't get, the in- you know, you, you don't get invited to the interview. You don't get the promotion. You don't get the salary increase. Like all of that stuff happens. And of course, you know that's happening for you. And there's moments sometimes when you're feeling at your lowest and then you see, and I think this is what happens to lots of us now, right? We begin to see ourselves as less than in some way, less worthy than. We see ourselves as not good enough or not as good as everybody else. And we compare our last 24 hours or our last week to however long it took somebody else to write a social media post and take a picture. And some of that is feeding into, as I said, a comment that was made on Thursday at Power Up. And one of the participants participants mentioned, and again, I'm going to kind of paraphrase it here, but basically what she was saying was that she feels angry a lot of the time because everyone else has their shit together and she doesn't. And we had lots of discussion in the room about that. Like, how many of us in the room really have got our shit together? We've all, and like, none of us could say yes. And that doesn't mean that any of us are living terrible lives or that, you know, life isn't good. But we certainly don't like have it all together. I'm still dealing with stuff at the moment that I know I need to overcome. Everybody else in the room was still dealing with stuff that they know they need to overcome. Bits of our lives can be going brilliantly, but that doesn't mean that everything is. And she'd found herself getting angry by the fact that everybody else had their shit And we had to have a conversation, but like, what, like, is that true? Does everybody have their shit together? No, they don't. But that comparison... That was causing some of those feelings of anger was then driving stress, driving this inner need to push harder, to prove the worthiness, to try and be as good as everybody else, to try and get her shit together the same as everybody else. Because that's what she's seeing. She's seeing all of these seemingly pe- perfect people all around her, and getting angry like, "Why? Why isn't it this easy for me? Why isn't this happening for me? Why is everybody else got it together and I haven't? Why is that person getting all of the good stuff and I'm not?" And of course, the answer that's just not true. Not everyone around us has that shit together. But that's the snippet that she's seeing. She's maybe seeing some of the easy moments. She's maybe seeing people that are hiding the reality. She's maybe seeing all of these social feeds with these people that seemingly in the moment that that picture was taken have their lives together. Or look like they have their lives together or look like they're perfect. And it's that comparison that's making her more angry and driving some of those inner stress levels, some of the outer stress levels, driving some of that need to push. It's not the reality, it's the perception that's being created as a result of the comparison. And I wonder if you ever find yourself doing the same thing or something similar. So I'd gone into the weekend thinking about that because again, So I'd left Power Up. We had an incredible day, incredible, incredible day. Um, I have added another date. We're going to be doing it again on the 17th of November, which I'm very, very excited about. And as a result, at the time that I am recording this, we've already sold four places. I kind of put it out there uh, late this afternoon. And over the last few hours, we've already sold four places. So I'm very, very excited about that. But again, I could go in comparison mode. I could go into, well, so-and-so run an event Not that long ago. And they'd sold 10 places in their first day or their first few hours. But I'm not doing that. It's very different. I mentioned that I'd gone to Manchester for this party on Friday. So I'd gone up. Um, If you're on LinkedIn uh, or even looking at Instagram, you'll probably see her. uh, Leah Turner. Phenomenal LinkedIn trainer. Uh, A friend of mine had asked if I would... Um, If I was interested in going to Leah's summer party. So I headed up to Manchester on Friday. And there's something else that I've forgotten that I want to tell you about as well. Uh, But I had headed up to Manchester on Friday. But again, at the party, there was a lot of comparison in terms of how many followers people have got or the type of work that people are doing some of the competition, now 99.999% of the people in the room were amazing, everybody was just there to have a laugh, have a chat and see what was going on, I had the most amazing night but there was still of that comparison going on, as in it's like we somehow are, are taking from each other, it's like somehow if if I've got something that you haven't, somehow I'm taking that from you or vice versa and again that's not the case, we don't need to compare we don't need to compete. We don't even need to collaborate, right? We just be ourselves. Today, I have received some message of messages of comparison. In that, on Thursday, um, and I couldn't say anything really until Friday morning. Uh, but on Thursday, I had been invited to a an event on Thursday evening which I couldn't attend because I had a power up but I had been nominated and included um on a list of the most influential HR thinkers for 2023 um I, I didn't know what I had been nominated for but I got a message from somebody a few months back just to say I've had this question, Arthur. I just want you to know that I've nominated you because I genuinely think that you are completely inspirational. So thank you very much, that's really lovely. Then got this done, but I couldn't go back to the person to say, I'm on the list, thanks. So I kinda of kept it quite now. I can't remember how many people are on the list, that's terrible, isn't it? Um, but there is this list, and there's a list, there's, there's two lists, so one that's for HR practitioners and one that's for influential thinkers. And I'm on the influential thinker list. Today I've had lots of messages from people who have come higher up on the list than me. Congratulations on your place. I'm number whatever. Now, from my perspective, I don't care what number you are on the list. I don't care what number I am on the list. I'm grateful for all of the awards that I have and I'm grateful for the nominations that I have. But I am never, ever going to send anybody a message that's like hey I'm you know 10 points above you or 10 spots above you on a list let's connect for me there's there's absolutely no need what does it prove what's anybody going to achieve from it and I just get I think that feeling of it does feel like comparison and I'm I'm not interested in playing that game we're all on the list I don't care whether you're number one or whether you're on the last spot. Again, I can't even remember how many are on the list. So I probably, I, I will, may, well, I was going to say I probably need to. I don't I don't need to. I'm on the list. One of my very good friends is also on the list. For me, it's not about places or the numbers on the list. <laughs> and yet for some people, some of the messages that I've had have but oh, you know, I'm this, like, I don't, yeah, great, but I, do, I don't care. That's not how I connect with you. That's not how we have these conversations. So, yeah, I'm on the list. Congrats to me and to everybody else that's on there. Uh, it's very, very lovely. Uh, and I feel extremely humbled and grateful to have been nominated. That's one more thing with comparison. But ultimately, and I will finish, I will finish today's podcast with this um, point of comparison. Ah, uh, if you're not familiar with either of those, these two women, you'll probably you, will, I would think probably be more familiar with one than the other. But there is um, two amazing women, or however it is that you look at them, two very successful women. You may not see them as amazing, but two very successful women. One is uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, who. You through her podcast and um, her Red Table conversations, obviously acting and being married to Will Smith. And there is then uh, um, a lady called Jamie Kern-Lima, who was the founder of It Cosmetics. Now, I've been I was kind of introduced to Jamie and her work at the beginning of this year. And I suppose I instantly fell in love with her and became, you know, went into kind of fangirl moment. I just think her compassion, her love for life, her sheer humanity, kindness, all of those things just incredible. I'd read her first book, Believe It. I've been following her on Instagram, watching her videos, and I don't think I think it was maybe two weeks ago that she announced the release of her new book that's coming out later this year, called worthy. And the reason that she's writing this book is because of all of the times that she didn't feel worthy in her life. So I've pre-ordered the book. I've got all of the kind of freebies that have been sent to my inbox. Been quite excited to kind of read those and go through those. Didn't go through all of the information I was sent last week, so was I had power up prep. But where I want to talk about comparison is this Sunday, as I Sat having a kind of social media scroll. Jada Pinkett Smith is releasing a book later this year called Worthy. And all of the times in her life where she and those around her have not felt worthy. And I was like, oh, my God, like they're both releasing a book called Worthy. Now, there may have been a bit of an oh shit moment right from the publishers like how have we got two books coming out literally like weeks of one another with exactly the same title right so there may have been that happen but I cannot imagine for any moment that either of these women have thought oh my god like what if her book's better than mine like what if what if I can't, like, what if I can't do it? Like, what if, what if she's written it better than I have? What if there's a, Because both of those women are happy with who they are. And I think the way that I've been kind of thinking about it, and again, I may be completely wrong, but this is just my opinion. My opinion, actually, if you later this year begin to Google the book Worthy, you might decide to buy both of them. Whereas maybe beforehand, you would have only gone for the one. So I think this could be a win-win for both of them. And maybe it will drive sales. You know, maybe if you were looking for one and came across the other, you might think, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. Right. So maybe, maybe it will help drive, drive sales for them both. But how many times have you wanted to do something? Go for the job, book the holiday, buy the outfit, get the haircut, get the car, move house, whatever it is it might be, right? Take the risk do something and then somebody around you or just somebody that you see has had the same idea or a very similar idea and instead of thinking "Oh, clearly that's a really really great idea because if that person's thought of it too it must be really good how many times instead have you thought well if they're doing it I can't now and then you've stopped because you've allowed your head to think, but, the, but by that person doing the thing that you were thinking about, that they will have done it better than you or they will do it better than you. Now, if you look at these two women, Jada Pinkett Smith and Jane, Jamie Kern Lima, they couldn't be more different in terms of their careers, their lives, their children, their marriages, their family, their friendship groups, their backgrounds, their businesses, everything Now, there may be similarities in the stories that they talk about, but what they will be talking about is their own unique experience. And that's the part that nobody else can take from you. And that's the part that really we can't compare to anybody else. I can remember falling when I found out I was pregnant with my sons. And the manager where I was working, I was talking to her. And as far as she was concerned, she'd also had twins and being pregnant with twins and it was just something that you got on with pregnancy wasn't an illness wasn't a disability you just get on with it she hadn't had any complications I had all day sickness and nausea for over six months but all I kept hearing from her was I didn't have any problems it's not an illness you know I physically could not move daily because of this nausea. It was awful. I couldn't eat. I didn't really eat properly for the first six months that I was pregnant with my sons. Saying to me, well, I was fine. You should be too. Wasn't helping. It wasn't what I needed to hear. We had very different experiences. Just because we have you know, we pick, the same job, we pick the same job title as somebody, we pick the same book title as somebody, or we end up having the same thing as somebody else, doesn't mean that we will have the same experience. And if we could learn to understand more people, and if we could take away some of that comparison and some of that competition, and just be more open To finding the similarities that we have, but talking about the differences that it had for both of us. How could that stop us feeling so stressed? How could that ensure that we're less frazzled? How could that ensure that we are more fabulous? What if each of us owned who we are? And instead of thinking, oh my God, like that person's done that, which means that I can't, or oh, well, if they've done that, like I'm just failing. Instead of thinking that, why don't we look at them and be like, right, okay, that's what's possible. I'm still going to give it a go. I'm going to try my best because my story matters. How could taking away the comparison allow you to feel less frazzled and more fabulous? That's what I'm going to leave you with today. How could taking away the comparison? allow you to feel less frazzled and more fabulous. Let me know your thoughts on this one. I'll be back with you again next Tuesday for now. Take care, enjoy, and I'll be back with you again next week.